Sorry, we're closed. Guys, good morning. Well, I'm recording this in the morning. I have no clue when you're listening to it, but if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can see the lovely New York City background as I have it here in the background. And, you know, we're just having a lovely morning, lovely Sunday morning. This past Friday, and this is what we're going to talk about today, We finally closed on McSwiggins, the new bar. The second bar I bought, third restaurant. Took forever, took all day. Uh, But this process was such an easier process than buying Green Rock. And it was mainly due to the fact uh, of who was selling. Uh, The seller, uh, me and the seller got along much better than me and the seller got along with the Green Rock purchase. But what I'm going to go over today, essentially, is what the hell do you do after you've bought the bar? Uh, the toughest part is handing over the money. I must admit, uh, that never gets easier. Uh, but then the party ensues, and that's when you kind of all the stress of the money, you know, kind of goes away. So now you're left with this bar, and what do you do about it? And so again, that's what kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, Typically speaking, I try not to do anything for, like, to the bar for two months. Typically speaking, I think it takes time to go in and understand the process of the bar, exactly how it works. You know, what kind of clientele they're going to bring. They bring in constantly. I mean, you should have known most of this stuff in your due diligence process prior to even offering uh, money uh, to the bar. But things like that. Like, I remember, um, and you, know, you have to excuse me every now and again, I'm taking a sip of this lovely coffee I'm having. But I remember um, when uh, when the first couple months of buying Green Rock, even the first year or so, you kind of learn what the business is actually selling. So if you come to Green Rock lately, you'll notice that um, our prices are, are a bit higher. Probably on average in Hoboken, we're on the high end of pricing. The main there's two reasons for that. One, I remember my dad one time talked about how do you raise your prices with inflation because you're making less and less money every year if you don't raise your prices. Um, and the the thought process there really was, I can't you know inflation typically goes up two percent a year. I can't raise the Bud Light from six to six twenty five. Every year, you know, or like or six oh seven, like so it's like it's tough to do at a bar. So one, I took the opportunity in the pandemic to raise our prices dramatically, um, to just get out ahead of that for the next couple of years. The other thing I, I chose to do is you, I, f- I found out what Green Rock was selling, and and why people would be willing to pay higher prices there. And the reason being is that Green Rock, you weren't coming to Green Rock for cheap drinks. I know that on Wednesdays we offer dollar beers. I think we actually offer dollar beers every day of the week, just Wednesdays all night. But the people that are coming there at night, they're there for the experience of Green Rock. The crowd, the atmosphere uh, on Fridays at midnight, 
we uh, I get all my bartenders uh, to stand up on the uh, they do this thing called call, the calling or not the calling it's just calling uh, by I think it's Alesso. You know, it's a big song. Green Rock's known for it. And all the bartenders get on top of the bar, take a huge wad of napkins and throw it in the air. You get all the cameras out. People are loving it. I, I actually got on top of the bar this past Friday in celebration for buying McSwiggins. It's very rare that I'm up there. Uh, but you find out what Green Rock was selling. And Green Rock wasn't selling like cheap drinks. People weren't, people weren't coming into Green Rock. People didn't want to go out to Green Rock on Saturday night because it was, you know, $5 green tea shots. People were coming to Green Rock because of what the experience was. Um, and because of that, we changed the pricing structure. Once I realized that, it just made more, it was, well, why am I charging competitive rates or sometimes even cheaper rates than other bars in town when I'm supplying something that other bars don't have? And it's this atmosphere. So, that's just an example of what you kind of learn when you go into these businesses and you figure out exactly what are they selling. When I go to McSwiggins now, I got to find out why customers are there. If customers are there for this for $6 or $7 Bud Lights instead of Green Rocks 9, then okay, we keep them at the $7. That's what they're selling. That's what's valuable to the majority of our customers. I don't think that's what's going to be, but and I hope to change it. I hope to change an atmosphere at... McSwiggins. I hope to change it, uh, you know, make it a really fun atmosphere. They have a really good nightlife already, especially in the fall and winter. But, you know, you know, I, I, I saw, um, I saw uh, on their Instagram story, they had, uh, they had guys throwing napkins, which is a Green Rock thing. And I was like, oh, you know, we're getting there. We're, we're moving. We're moving already. Um, so I, I think, you got to find these things and you got to do that. That's, and that's part of this process. But there's a bunch of other things that you find out in these process um, that you think you need to take into consideration. Coffee break, guys. It's just, I love a good cup of coffee in the morning. I don't know about you guys, but it is just divine. I got to go down the shore today, which I'm actually looking forward to. I'm going to head down the shore. I'm going to go to brunch with some of Chelsea's friends. We're considering beach, but I think it's supposed to rain off and on all day. Uh, and then I'd go to one of my favorite restaurants, which I actually got from my mother and father, uh, specifically my mother, I believe, um, this place called Rooney's down the shore, which I love, uh, making, get some nice scallops, a nice seafood dinner, um, down there this evening. And then I might stop by this place called DJ's, which is another very popular bar here in, Ho in New Jersey, not in Hobo, but it's in Belmar. Um, our resident DJ over at Green Rock is playing there tonight. So but anyway, anyway, I digress. There's a few other things, and a lot of them are boring, and I, and I, and I, I think I mentioned it last, um, last uh, episode, that I didn't want this to become like I'm, I'm lecturing you guys, like, a, like I'm a professor or a teacher. And I, I, don't, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on you know, boring stuff. Like one of the things is pricing. All right, well, I'm not going to go over the uh, pricing structure or another. Uh, so we have, I've listed six, I've listed about five things here. Um, one of the ones, the POS system. POS system, very simply, guys, can a, P a new POS system or different POS system make us more money? I do believe that at McSwiggins. I think we're going to change it over just because they're going to have an outdoor area, and I'd love for my staff to be able to use a tablet in order to put the um, the um, put it in. Uh, so that's big for me. Um, 
you know, you'd be able to instead of instead of you having to run all the way inside to put in something and write stuff down, you can put in the order just as people are, are talking to you. I think that's going to be very important. So I do think that. So we are actually probably are going to change the POS system myself to talk to my partner over there, but I think we will. The big things, staff and your manager. Um, the first question is the one is the manager an owner, which it is there. Um, this guy Paul, who's just been fantastic. He's he's right off the boat from in, uh, England somewhere. Uh, I know he moved in Ireland for a while. He's been working there for twenty years. Really nice guy. Really knows his stuff, um, and and just a good 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 manager. Um, and then you have the staff. Does the staff provide atmosphere? You know, I know certain nights we're going to make more money than we do on other nights at Green Rock based off of my my people. Who's coming in? Are they going to promote the place, get people in there? Are, how, are they great ringers? Are they just going to go in and they're just going to keep, keep getting people? Or are they going to party? You know, it, it's different. Um, and I want that good balance of ringing people, you know, getting people to swipe their credit cards and having fun back there. Because, you know, you having fun is going to have more other people have fun. But those are the two big things. And then payroll. It's, you know, if a business, they say, for example for argument's sake, is making a million dollars a year. Um, they're, uh, they're, and say they're operating 30% margin, which is typical in, in, um, in, in restaurants, so let's say they're grossing $3 million a year. Can I go in and change things and immediately increase that number? Not change things where, okay, well, if we change this, I think I'll get more customers. Not that. That's not an immediate move. Can I get rent lower? Can I get, you know, you know, how much are we paying managers? How much are we paying DJs? Are there things in there that are inflated that we can reel back in? That we can, we can, we can bring in uh, and, and make it a little bit tighter? Can we, if, you know, if rent is $20,000 a month, can I renegotiate that to, to 18? That right there is going to save us $24,000 a year. And boom, the $1 million just went up. Um, you know, are the managers, are the man, are, is manager pay... $250,000. Can I get that down to 150? Boom. That's now $100,000 on top of the million. So are there, there are things that are going to immediate moves. Um, there were a few things at Green Rock that were immediate moves. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but I do remember uh, working with that. Uh, but is, are there, those things are as valuable as you can. And when I look at restaurants and I'm pitching investors to come in with me on these restaurants, this is the things I tell them. Hey, listen, these are the numbers they're already doing. Let's, let's take out of the equation that I think that me replacing this guy who is ready to sail off into the sunset retirement, right there adds a ton of value. You're going to have a guy that's, that's there in town, has been, is known in town, is going to have a lot of fun in the place, is going to bring an atmosphere to the place that's going to make us more money. Let's take that out of the equation. Right now, strictly on numbers alone, this million should really be 115, just like that. And we're paying for our, uh, the, uh, this business on the million. We're not paying it on the one one five. So right there, we, instead of us making our money back in three years, we're now let's say we're going to make our money back in in two point seven five years, just like that. And that's if I don't. That's if I do nothing to the business to make it better. So 
those that those those two big things is that payroll, those immediate changes. The manager is he an owner? Is he is he incentivized to look after the business rather than put money in his own pocket? What's the staff like? Do we have a staff that's going to have fun? Do we have a staff that's that's willing to push drinks, but also hey, listen, let's 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 have, let's have some fun while we do it. Is is that there? Um, what's the DJ like? Is he playing great music? Does he play bad music? Is he and you get in the crowd? Does he feel the crowd? Does he know how to push things? How not to push things? Um, how does he operate in that system? Uh, and then, you know, in reality, it's what kind of customers are you bringing in? What do they want? Um, do we still want the same clientele? Do we want to change it a little bit? Yeah, those are the types of things. Typically, just so you guys know, I really don't buy restaurants that I don't like the clientele. And changing clientele is difficult um, because you can almost got to change the brand of the place. Like, I'd have to go in and probably change the type of business it is. Like, say uh, I wanted to buy Green Rock and I hated the clientele, I'd have to go in there and probably make it, you know, Pat's Tavern um, to get rid of the clientele. And I, that's just, that's a whole lot of problems. That's a really difficult process. I wouldn't suggest it for people to do. Some people do it, not me. Coffee break. With that said, being in McSwiggins, Tooling process has begun. It was already happened a long time ago, honestly. So we're gonna make some immediate moves here when we get in there because when we first started, I started, started talking to this guy, Aiden Boyle. Shout out Aiden. Just a really nice guy, off the boat from Ireland. Um, you know, worked as a bartender in town here in Hoboken for a while and then made his own place. You should actually see, guys. It is it is my I should post it on my Instagram story. This guy. He had, unfortunately, back in, I think, 2008 or 2009, he had a, there was a fire, and it just burnt the whole building down. So then he rebuilds the place. But from my understanding, the story goes where he would, he, he was a big, he's, in, he's construction guy, he his, by trade. So he did a lot of it. He said he got a contractor in there, just give him the shell of the place, and then he went in and did the inside. This guy, he would, apparently would work all day, and go across the street to this place called Mulligan's, another good bar t- here in town. And he, in Mulligan's, he would he would just have a few beers and he would just draw sketches of what he wanted the bar to look like. And he'd, he'd crumple them up, throw them away. Do oh no, I like this. And he, he, you know, for months and months. He said the, I think they reopened eight months later, which is an unbelievable time frame for a house for a building to burn down. But they got it framed for him, which was pretty cool. And you look at it and you see literally, they put they put like the, his drawing and then they put um, a picture of what it turned out to be. Such a cool thing. And it got, I mean, his drawings were almost as spot on as it gets. And it's cool to see, like, when you think about it, that drawing was done on a pen, a pen and paper, or maybe even a napkin, and you're drawing it over a few beers at Mulligan's in hopes it becomes reality. And now here we are, you know, it was 2008, so here we are 13 years later, uh, and you're able to sell this business that you did work so hard for for a good amount of money, um, and the place is, looks magnificent. It's one of the best and well cut bars in town, especially when you compare it to Green Rock. Green Rock, oh god, it's like a frat house sometimes. Just putting band aids on things constantly. Um, I, I think I've bought new men's bathroom door for like seven times in the last two months because these idiots keep punching holes in it. So, it, it, Green Rock's just a, it's like a whole other animal over there, but. Uh, Anyway, I got off on a little rant there. But McSwiggins, I, once I started talking to Aiden, I became friendly with Paul, who's gonna st- who stayed on and is still staying on. And, uh, I mean, I went over there almost every Friday for the last four months. 
and we talked business, we talked shop. What do we want here? What do we want there? Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think this is a bad idea? Uh, what, are you, what are you okay changing? What are you not okay changing, et cetera? And uh, we got a pretty good foundation. Now on Monday, tomorrow, you know, I'm, I'm going in and we're, we're going to make some moves uh, at this point now. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get in there and we're really gonna go to work uh, because it's time it's time to it's time to get this place in tip-top shape and I think we can get it there and then by fall when we're really really moving we're gonna have some fun we're gonna have some fun we're gonna make some make hopefully a whole lot of money um, so that's all I got for you guys today if you guys uh, are in town ever please stop by McSwiggins um, it's a great place, really cool place. We're going to get a nice vibe over there. It's already got a great vibe. We're going to add to it. Um, and we're making a, 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 a little bit better version of what it already is. Um, so please stop by McSwiggins. Obviously, go to Green Rocks, Saku, Uptown. Um, all good things. Uh, and it's, it's an exciting time to add another bar to the portfolio, only not even two years after. Um, not even two years after buying Green Rock. So... Uh, and there's more to come. I got possible announcements coming throughout the end of this past this coming year. Hopefully, in the next couple of months, I'll be able to announce a few more purchases that will be big. Uh, but until then, guys, I'll see you at the bar. Thank you so much for listening to the Sorry We're Closed podcast. Go subscribe to our email chain over at thepatlight.com and follow us on all social media. Until next time, guys, I'll see you at the bar. Sorry, we're closed.